Kia ora and welcome to the Fearless Family Project podcast, episode 6, Celebrating Success, Curing Tall Poppy-itis. Donk, donk, donk. Yeah, do you guys know what I mean by the word tall poppy-itis? Because clearly I've made that word up so that it was a catchy podcast title. But of course, I'm referring to the tall poppy syndrome and Actually, does anyone know? I'm not sure that it exists in other countries or if that's just what we call it here. I mean, the actual act of it, um, of course, exists wherever human beings are. So, of course, it's in other countries, but I don't know if they call it that. So, basically, for those who don't know what tall poppyitis is, um, get out from under your rock. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it is the act when someone's doing well in life, hence the tall, magnificent poppy growing beautiful. Uh, the other poppies get a bit jealous and rather than find inspiration in that beautiful tall poppy, they uh, get their scissors out and they trim the stem of that tall poppy in order to make themselves the tall poppy and feel good about themselves. So it's the act of making other people, tearing them down, making them feel smaller so that you can feel taller uh, rather than just working harder and putting in more effort. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm sad to say that it's still so prevalent Um in society, and I think, I think my opinion is it's amplified in New Zealand because we've got that reputation. Our personas are a laid-back society, and we're very, very humble, um, and we don't sort of brag. Um, nothing wrong with being humble, okay, Kendrick Lamar. Um, all I'm saying is that it's okay, and it's really, really important that we make sure that we teach our children that they need to celebrate their wins in an appropriate manner. Um, and they need to feel like they can use that as another stepping off point to keep trying harder and striving if they're passionate about something and, and happy about something. So um, it's just about making sure that your child is not feeling ashamed of those successes and finding ways to sort of just cut it out of our lives altogether because um, I still see we, it is a daily occurrence and I still see it happening to our children it certainly happened to me as a kid and uh, I've just I have absolutely zero tolerance for it um, and it's something I'm really passionate about because it is a pet peeve so if this is your thing too and you want to ha- uh, your children to feel uh, more positive and not be torn down by others um, then this is your podcast so please stay tuned I've got some tips for you All right, so I'm just going to crack straight into it, guys. So I've got six points that I want to discuss today around um, celebrating success and curing tall poppyitis. The first point I'm going to talk about um, is your role modeling as a parent. And um, this is arguably the most important. That's why I thought I'd kick it off with that, because... um, You need to really think hard, long and hard, about the language that you use around your children because I've known some absolutely fantastic, outstanding parents um, who have been right on top of this stuff, really have have good kids, they're well-mannered kids, you know, they work hard and they're always encouraging their children in all the right ways that we we learn and that we read about. but there's always a glitch. 
and that is that that parent has some sort of deep insecurity themselves for for whatever reason and I've heard these sorts of parents actually verbalizing um, jealous comments or spiteful comments and just sort of they throw it out there in conversation when they're talking amongst themselves to each other on the phone or over a coffee play date and the, and the kids are playing in the background or they're standing next to the parent listening in and they honestly don't realize it's like it's just crept into their everyday language like sarcastic throwaway comments kind of like oh yeah well um you know one parent might say oh that kid's doing oh gosh didn't didn't that kid do so well did you see did you see the way that they ran yesterday and the other parent you know might say oh yeah no great well you know of course they did well. If I had all the time in the world to drive my children to athletics, then um, then yeah, my children would probably do well too. But you know, there you go. I'm a working parent. That person isn't. Little comment, and they go, oh, but you know, the kids are obviously very talented. But you know, if we all had time to throw into our kids like that, then yeah. And then the conversation moves on, and the parents nod and, and go about their business. But that child has overheard that conversation. It's like a, just a throwaway comment of two parents talking and I can think of about a hundred examples of this where it's just parents talking over coffee or you know waiting in the car or on the sideline at sport Um, and I don't think parents really realize how damaging that attitude is really how damaging that is Um, that child is basically learning that hey you've got to be polite and encourage people to their face but it's okay to be kind of like secretly jealous and angry and, you know, try and justify your own uh, existence by and, and making yourself feel better by pinpointing the faults in others. And I just don't think that that's really looked at enough in everyday society. I think we all can get quite down on ourselves or feel the, the pressure and, and feel like we're under the pump and it's so easy to tear people apart. Um, and just not seeing... Not you just don't need to go there is what I'm saying. You know, I think if I could just sometimes tap tap someone on the arm and say, hey, did you really need to say that in front of your child? Or hey, do you need if you're feeling down or you're feeling insecure about the choices that you've made, you need to just go and handle it and go and either accept it or go and do something about it instead of uh, creating um, more and more regurgitating this negative attitude. And basically, essentially, that's how you're breeding hate. Um, it's such. It seems small and insignificant, but it actually isn't, guys. And it can grow into something quite nasty. And it's even worse if it if it exists between you and your partner at home, whether you're talking about something in the car on the way home from a, a sports game, um, or whether you're on the couch and having a conversation after dinner. And kids are around; they hear stuff, and that's when they pick up on vibes. And that's when they kind of are, are listening to your behaviour and watching and observing you when you don't even realise it. And they go away and they role model that. So you've just got to be so, so honest and careful about what you say and how you behave. And just call yourself out. Why do I feel this way? Oh, God, I feel a bit jealous of that mum. Or, oh, I wish I had more time to coach my kid's sport team like that other dad. Or, you know, if that's the case, do something about it. Or just put it out there and accept it. Accept your situation. Don't be a hater. And it's really important you sort your stuff out. 
Okay, it seems simple, but it is everywhere, folks, and it's more damaging than I think we we put weight to than we give weight to. So please have a really long, hard think about the language that you use. All right. So the second uh, topic I want to talk about is um, your sort of first port of call is is your home life, and I want to talk about celebrating successes. Okay. So what uh, I do here with our children is if someone does something, we have jealousy in our own family between the siblings. You know, I find that I'm very aware I kind of, kind of my skin sort of like pricks up when I I hear them kind of getting a little bit jealous between each other even they or, or just a reluctance to sort of really pat them, give each other a hug and say, that was good. I, it, it doesn't always happen, but every now and then it does. And it's when one's feeling a little bit, you know, either under the weather or feeling like they're not sort of accomplishing a lot in their own life. So we make a very, very deliberate point of um, at the dinner table or perhaps we all go before we go off to school in the morning or work um, is we have a big group hug and we talk about um, all the one things that that person's done and how we're proud of that person and we have um, different ways of showing that so sometimes I say to the kids if it's a really big thing like someone um, won a prize or a trophy or something then we then we will do a um, we will I'll get the kids to write a card or draw a picture or something for that person or that child that had the achievement can choose what we have for dinner like maybe we'll go out for dinner or if I, I will make a special dinner and they can choose or a pudding even maybe they want to choose a dessert that they can have because we don't have dessert all the time um, or I've seen families have like a group hug or they have almost a mantra before and they all get out the car in the morning and have like a big group hug and a mantra before they go off so they they have that they kind of check in at their, their like family headquarters <laughs> before they go off and so no matter what happens to them that day no matter what they come up against or how other people outside of their family feel about their success, they've always got that um, connection with their people and our positive vibe. So I've seen some families with some really, really great ideas. Another thing I've done actually on before sort of like a sports day is at one point uh, my children were in, uh, their house colours were blue. They were all in the same house, their sporting house. And so I made, um, I just made a big deal. I had some leftover blue balloons from one of their birthdays and I blew up a few balloons and because um, they were particularly nervous. And we had like this, we made up our own family blue team chart, uh, chant that we did before breakfast and I mashed up a whole lot of blueberries and we had blue pancakes for breakfast and I mean I know not everyone has all the time <laughs> to go to all that trouble but if you know that your children is, uh, are struggling uh, with their confidence and, and feeling like they can celebrate and, and try their best and, and go out there and put their, their their best foot forward because they're they're afraid of criticism then I think you just really have a responsibility to um, make them feel good about what they're about to do. Make them feel like they can put their best foot forward and support them wholeheartedly in a fun way that you know that they will respond to. All right? Sometimes it's just calling the grandparents that morning and, you know, having them fuss over them. <laughs> Sometimes that can be great if, if you're lucky enough to have your grandparents in your life. Okay, so that was sibling and family support. Number three, Friendships. Uh, encouraging positive friendships. So absolutely, children can sometimes make poor decisions. 
they will choose friends that uh, perhaps aren't the best um, support for them. And, and I will be deliberate in not running those people down. Uh, I'll come to that in a minute. Uh, what I will say is it's a really good idea to pinpoint other kids. So if you have time to volunteer for a, for a kid's uh, sports trip or um, a field trip, at, or school camp or something or just be a sort of a parent volunteer or get amongst it and talk to other parents and get to know the other families of the kids in your in your child's class or life or sports team whatever it is and get to know these other kids and pinpoint the kids that you know have kind of got a really positive outlook uh, usually so does the family so that's a good indication and just encourage those friendships you don't have to shove it down their throat but say hey you know little Emma she's what a nice kid that is. And then, you know, see what your child says and goes, you know, if you want to, I really like that. I'm really digging that chick. She can, she can she'll come over for maybe a play date sometime or maybe she'd like to come to your birthday. What do you think? Or, um, you know, she's she's really interested in horse riding. Do you, is that something you're interested in? Or do you maybe want to support her? Or do you know that she's doing this this weekend? Should we go along and support? And it's just about, being really proactive and encouraging your child to identify positive influences and identify the kids that are good for them. You really need to help them through it because they'll easily succumb to peer pressure, either be feel like they're loyal to people uh, if they've already got friendships, but perhaps those friendships aren't the best for them and they'll feel obliged to just continue that friendship because, well, they don't want to let the other person down, but it's actually not good for them. Uh, or, you know, they just don't have their confidence to, to, to instigate new friendships, positive friendships. So it's just about maybe putting in a bit of groundwork and helping them to ide- first identify positive people around them and then help them to connect with them. Number four. Okay, so I like this one. So having a little shrine. Do you have like a little shrine or something something like a wall, whether it's your fridge covered in magnets and you put all these certificates on the fridge or uh, a little mantelpiece with um, all the, your kids' trophies? Um, and if your kid is not the kid that comes home with the trophies, because not every family are like all about achieving and winning things Um, maybe it's just they do a really beautiful draw a really beautiful picture or do a lovely piece of writing in class or they've baked some really delicious cupcakes with you one weekend and you took a photo of it you know print the photo off and put it on the fridge celebrate the little things that they are doing well Um, and make a little shrine it doesn't have to be there forever I mean my mum's still got a shoebox with some of my things still in it, cringe, cringe. But actually, if I'm really honest, it's really sweet. And I always know that my mum is proud of me. My mum and dad are really proud of me because they've always kept that. And I really think that's something really special that people just need to make the time to do for their children. And students are, that I've spent time with, perhaps I've gone and done some tutoring at their home. Um, funnily enough, without a doubt, those kids that are the most confident and the most happy and successful children who are thriving in life all of those families have like a trophy cabinet or a little a shrine corner or like a wall of fame or something something to celebrate successes you know to some degree and I giggle to myself every time I say I'll you know perhaps I don't know their home and I'll walk in and say hello and I, I took straight away if I look around the room um, nine times out of ten there'll be a shrine so I think there's some um, 
there is definitely a, a connection there between um, you know, families that celebrate success and kids that are doing well and feeling good about themselves and have high self-esteem and confidence. So um, definitely if you don't have a handle on that, then I definitely think that um, you, should, you should start something up in your home. Uh, right, number five. Oh, this is really interesting, this one. Okay, so it's about sometimes creating this positive mindset is about adding perspective um, to your children's lives. So there's two ways in which you can do that. First point I want to raise is uh, help your child to develop their own worldviews. So too often uh, children can get quite petty, well let's face it we all can, and get caught up in um, you know the little dramas that are going on in their little friendship cliques or uh, you know such and such is is quite nasty to me or um, oh you know nobody noticed that I'd done this for them or you know I feel like they don't appreciate me or nobody encouraged me to do this and I did really well and no one no one congratulated me and sometimes kids can get really really petty and feel feel small and I think uh, sometimes absolutely encourage them and, and say hey brush it off blah 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 there's lots of you know do your classic checklist of encouraging comments that parents do but something my parents used to do to me, um, and mainly because they were very well travelled, that they travelled a lot and lived overseas before they had children, they'd always come in with a story about things that happened to kids over overseas. You know, you can censor it. You don't have to go to a dark place, guys. But bringing them some perspective about, well, that's all right, honey. I'm sorry you had to go through that. But do you know that uh, you're lucky to get the opportunity in this? I think you need to be happy for the fact that you got the opportunity to do that. And do uh, you know kids around the other side of the world, some kids just don't ever get the opportunity. Nobody even cares. They don't even have shoes on their feet to go to school. Some don't even get to go to school and get an education. And I know they seem like big, big topics, but sometimes when when your kid's feeling really down and out and petty and you feel like they're whinging or they're really, really sad, sometimes what they actually really, really need, and you've got to exercise a little bit of um, discretion or understanding of your child, sometimes what they need is a reality check. You know, sometimes we, I get, um, my, my big boy can get down the dumps about what he does and doesn't get to do and such and such is doing this and, and feeling down. And I, put a newspaper in front of him or I turn the news on and I get him to watch that for a little while and I, I say to him yeah well <laughs> hey your life is not so bad kid and um, you know it's about being worldly and also if we're bringing that back to this tall poppy syndrome uh, people are feeling down you know oh it, uh, I feel like no one's encouraging me oh, I don't feel I don't want to do that I don't want to do that and you think oh hold on there's an eight-year-old in Pakistan who's managed to do this and there's this uh you know 12 year old uh african-american child who stood up and protested about this and and so any interesting articles that i see about children achieving things under difficult circumstances around the world i always save them to a file on my computer or um, i screen save them on my phone or um, I'll cut them out sometimes if it's in the newspaper and I always make a note of it just mentally because I know there'll come a time when I'm sitting in a car driving to sports practice or something bad's happened after school and uh, at school and we're having a chat after school 
And sometimes those are a really great point of reference. And my kids get really annoyed. They're like, oh, mum, oh, you know, I just want you to be sad for me right now. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, there is a time and place for that. But I don't let my kids get down in the doldrums. I give them a bit of perspective and I say, no, you can do it. What do you mean you can't do it? What do you mean they said you can't do it? Of course you can do it. Uh, this kid did this. Look at this story. Or um, these people are fighting for this cause and uh, they don't care what people are saying about them. They're brushing off and they're getting up and, you know, and getting on with it anyway. So encouraging a worldly understanding in your child, a, a bit of perspective about, hey, um, perhaps your, your group of friends make you feel small or people around you are not encouraging you. But hey, that what's what happened to this person and they overcame it or uh, that doesn't always have to be the outcome for you. You can achieve bigger than that. You can go bigger than that if you believe in yourself. And these are examples around the world of how you can do that. Okay, so that's, that's something my parents did for me and I've continued that on with, with our parenting. Um, and so on that vein of... Um, creating a bit of perspective. My sixth point is um, being more being um, more one-on-one with your child if they're feeling really down about something, something bad's happened to them, maybe someone's been nasty to them at school, you need to be really real and sit down with them and explain the best you can uh, why you think that may have happened. For example, um, I had... A, my daughter said to me a few years ago now that she had a little girl that came to her birthday party and she had a lovely birthday party and it was all well and good and pretty simple stuff. Uh, and then come Monday afternoon, she was so upset because this little girl had made fun of her birthday party, um, said it was really dumb, didn't enjoy herself, was spreading these nasty rumours about how dumb her birthday party was. I mean, it was really sort of really petty and I was shocked you know these were only little girls and my daughter of course was really hurt and really upset with this girl and I, of course I just wanted to ring up that parent or just ring that little kid's neck to be quite honest <laughs> you can't do that can you so I really just sat down with my daughter and I said look uh that really sucks I'm so sorry darling you know and you know those things aren't true so first of all if you know they're not true then why are you getting upset? What you've got to do is be smart and think, why would that person, well, those things aren't true, so I don't, I don't need to be upset because they're true, because they weren't true, I had a great time. But what's upsetting me is why that person would say that. And then I really sat down and I said, well, you need to look at that kid. What's wrong with that? What's happening with that kid? Does that kid have many friends? Uh, no, right, well, there you go. Don't, it doesn't have, she doesn't have many friends herself. Uh, does, her, what, does that friend have a uh, home and a loving family? Oh, I don't know. Well, I know her, her parents have recently separated and I don't know anything more about the situation, but perhaps that, um, that child is feeling sad, feeling like that she is not having those family connections in her life and those celebrations in her life and she just cannot doesn't know how to cope with that hurt and anger in herself because she's only a little girl like you and she doesn't know how to deal with it and she probably came and had a great time at your party but ultimately felt 
really bad and yucky and upset and down, so, so down about her own life because she wished she could do something lovely like that at her home and she just can't at the moment. And and then I say to her, look, maybe what I'm saying is not true, but I'm but that would be my best guess. And I think even though you're really upset and, and hurt by this girl, I think the best thing you can do is just know in yourself that you had a great time and be really understanding of this little girl. Feel sorry for her. Feel don't be nasty. Don't create that nasty, you know, cycle of tit for tat. Just take a deep breath and, and have some understanding about her situation and it's not easy but I think you need to not take it personally and realise that this person's just really hurting and I mean my daughter was only seven at the time but in, in, in all re- honesty I don't ever think they're too young for that conversation even at kindy level you just you know you, obviously your language choice is, is a lot simpler but you, the more understanding you can create for your child around the situation, as long as you don't reveal information that isn't appropriate, I might add, um, I knew I could say that to my daughter and she would keep it to herself because she's a very discreet, private person and she's not one to hurt people and, and sling things out there um, uh, willy-nilly. So I knew that she would keep that to herself, but I knew she, she needed to hear some reason for it because she couldn't understand why anyone would be hurtful. So it's really sometimes, hey, it's 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 a half hour out of your day that you're not going to get back, guys. You know, you have to sit down and at the end of the bed and have that chat. Um, but it's worth it. You've got to create understanding for your child. Talk, talk, talk. Communicate as much as you can with your children. Uh, because you just don't want them to get down on themselves and get given and succumb to this this cycle. You know, she was feeling good and then she got torn down and you don't want her to A, accept that that's her reality, but you do want her to be compassionate and understanding and find reasons for it and then continue on her positive path or your child's positive path. So you need to, they need to have some sort of reasoning and understanding around why all this behavior can happen sometimes. Okay, so that was kind of a <laughs> serious note to end on. But in all honesty, it is, it is like I said, it's prevalent um, uh, today. It always was when I was growing up. And uh, I think you're always going to get it wherever you get a, a pack of human beings. <laughs> You're going to get um, competitive natures and jealous, jealousy and um, people that are struggling with their own uh, self-confidence and it can manifest and, and, and be quite nasty. So the more that you can create understanding with your children, the better off they will be. Okay, so that is my little podcast about celebrating success, how to celebrate success and uh, curing tall poppyitis. You can only do that one child at a time, one person at a time. And um, and I really do believe we can turn it around so that uh, we can really start to celebrate each other and encourage and inspire each other. Um, that those are not just words and bumper stickers and posts that we put on social media, that they are actually things that we exercise in daily life and encourage in our own children. So uh, power to you. If you are listening to this and that is your intention, then all the best and um, and uh, yeah, just take it one day at a time. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful, fearless day, people. <laughs>